0: Hi, my name is Steve Brandt. Some of you may know me as one of the first Huffington Post bloggers back in May of 2005. Others of you may know me from my participation with the UN Global Compact from 2001 to 2012, or possibly even my early sustainability work with John Denver's Windstar Foundation back in the early 1990s. But who I am essentially is a product of America's optimism in the 1960s when, despite all of the challenges, including the Vietnam War crisis, we managed to go to the moon. We unified around that great vision of adventure and the challenge of making something happen that many people thought was impossible. I'm creating this podcast to help America do something similar. We have to free ourselves from the prison that the crisis we are in now has created. It's a prison of fear and a loss of hope, uh, a dynamic that those who want to do harm uh, seek to create every day. I've learned how to escape that from my childhood on. There are lessons I will share on this podcast about that. So welcome aboard. This uh, is the introduction, of course, and the actual podcasts will start now. Thank you for being with me. Hi, this is Steve Brandt. As I begin this podcast series, I want to tell you my life story briefly. I grew up in in an environment of great fear and drama because my father was actually a lot like Donald Trump. He dominated the family, he uh, gaslit us about what was true, Uh, he was brutal and uh, vicious in uh, how he took actions against us. If we were not doing what he thought we should do, Uh, it was a very bad situation. Um, America has a similar crisis today, where our political leadership, including our president, but not just our president, is gaslighting us, is responding viciously against uh, people who are not in the top 1%. And uh, it's it's a parallel reality to what I survived. And how I survived was because I was fortunate to see alternatives. They (laughs) snuck in, uh, in the main uh, instance, because uh, at age seven, my school took us on a class trip. And because I grew up in New York City, that class trip was to the United Nations. Imagine being in a family where all you know is fear and pain and suffering and threats, and spending a day at a place devoted to peace and love and progress and cooperation. That vision uh, rocked me (laughs) to my core as a seven-year-old and gave me uh, the seeds of what would save me, uh, what would permit me to survive the environment of crisis that, of course, did not go away when I came home from the class trip. Uh, I want to ask each of you to think of some hopeful vision, either a class trip you took uh, as a child or something you did as an adult that showed you an alternative to the world we live in. Because it's not enough just to want to stop uh, the bad things that are happening. I desperately wanted to stop my father's behavior, but of course I was a child and had no power. But even as adults, if all we want to do is stop the bad behavior we see around us. That's an incomplete formula, an incomplete roadmap for getting out of a crisis. You have to have a positive vision of where you want to go. You have to have that alternative worldview of what you want to build. The worldview I saw at age seven was a world of peace and cooperation. And again, I couldn't do anything about it at the time, but it stuck with me And it gave me hope that I would eventually be able to have a life of uh, something other than what I saw on a daily basis. So I urge you with this first podcast to think about that alternative. We need to have something we want to build uh, beyond the activities we currently uh, take to stop what we have right now from being burned down. Now, I'm also going to say that there's an element of building that new world that requires tearing down what we have because it's the design principle at work uh, that engineers know. And I was an engineer for many years. You cannot build something new if you don't rethink the basic principles you use in putting that new something together in other words principles of cooperation are not the same as principles of competition principles of learning lifelong learning are not the same as getting a degree and then thinking there's nothing more you need to learn there are many um, differences i'm going to cover in future podcasts but i want to start this one off by inviting you to think of that alternative uh, as I had when I was seven of A World at Peace. Um, Please uh, let me know what it is and the way these podcasts give you a chance to comment. And um, I'll be back to you soon with another podcast that talks about more of what I did once I did feel I had the power. Uh, Even in private, there are things we can do to build up our ability to uh, uh, challenge and and change the uh, conventions of the times in which we live. Sometimes it does have to start out privately, but eventually it can go public. And uh, I will be talking about ways that we can go public with that alternative worldview as well. So again, thank you for being with me on this journey. It's very new for me. And I want to end by acknowledging Michael Moore, who inspired me with his show on Broadway, to do the things that I feel I am afraid to do. Uh, that is actually part of what we're going to have to take, we're going to, what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to overcome our personal fears if we are going to save and transform our country. This kind of public speaking uh, without a script, um, very personal storytelling is not what I have done in the past but I know it is now what I need to do because my personal story actually matters. Uh, It can contribute. And I look forward to sharing more details of that and uh, also hearing your details, again, in the ways that these podcasts allow us to interact with each other. So here's to a 2020 of change, but not just uh, incremental change, but transformation, the kind that comes when you have a true rebirth of a uh, person a person and of a country. Thank you again for being with me on this.